Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. The Word calls Satan the accuser of the brethren. What, when, when the Word shows that name for him, gives that name and calls out him linked with that name, the Word is revealing something to us. It's revealing one of the enemy's main strategies against us is accusations as the accuser of the brethren. And it's important that we recognize the accuser at work. That we recognize when that is the strategy he's endeavoring to work against us because he's doing that is strategic. So one of the greatest hindrances to our prayer life is this thing of condemnation. It comes, it, condemnation comes from the accuser of the brethren. That he takes you and accuses you with you. He doesn't want that done to him. Because he can't pass that one. But he tries to hold us mindful of the old man tries to hold us in the natural arena by pointing to the natural faults, failures, weaknesses. And he endeavors to hold us in that mindset. Always looking at who we are in the flesh, weaknesses of the flesh, faults of the flesh. Why? Because then you never step into the flow that is of the spirit because people get so absorbed or mindful with what they're not in the flesh. But the old man has passed away. (laughs) Old man was crucified with Christ. Yes, we still have flesh. I'm not acting like that. But the accuser of the brethren is flipping your your vision and your view to focus on the natural side and accuse you with it. And he will not accuse you with something that doesn't pertain to you. Every bit that he accuses you with will pertain to you or you wouldn't swallow it. And that's the skill of the accuser. Well, we have to have the mindset and the skill of the redeemed from the accuser. We have to have the mindset and the skill of, you're talking about the old man, devil. I'm in Christ. My life is hid with God in Christ. That we have to see ourselves in him and function at that place so that we don't get tripped up by the accusation of the accuser. Because I don't care how long you've walked with God, the accuser of the brethren is still against you. And he will pull that card of accusation. No matter how long you've prayed in the Holy Ghost or no matter, he's always, he's always bringing you back up. But not in a pretty way. In a fault finding way, in a condemning way, in an accusational way. Holding before you all your weaknesses, reminding you, and he will bombard the mind. 
reminding you of all of your faults, failures, weaknesses. When he does that, we have to become skillful at flipping that mirror. We have a different mirror we look in, but we flip it on him and say, no one has failed God like you have failed God. No one has been in the presence of God as you were and did not value it. Flip that. If he wants to play the accusational game, we got some accusations. <laughs> and this is, I'm going to show you how this is pertinent to our prayer life because um, condemnation is basically sin consciousness. Conscious of your sin and your faults, your failures, your misses. So he, he seeks to continually remind us of that flesh arena. Um, the devil opposes us with our prayer life because he's the one who suffers from it the most. When we are skillful in taking our place of who we are in Christ, the works of darkness suffer blow after blow after blow after blow. That's why he's endeavoring to with, the, with his strategy of accusation, he's got to draw us away from our mindfulness of in Christ to in flesh. Amen. Because the devil knows that those he can work condemnation on by taking something of their, their life, taking something of their past, something pertinent to them, I'm talking about something that they, they, the, the, the word says this, that uh, there are many voices in the world and none of them without signification, meaning those voices are going to come at you with something significant to you. That's one way of looking at that. And the enemy knows that when someone lives under a sense of condemnation, they will not boldly exercise their authority over him. They will not. Because condemnation robs us of boldness. Why? Because it will hinder faith. Amen. So he wants to back us down from our authority because he knows Jesus made us his master. He doesn't want you to know it or he doesn't want you to experience that, or he wants to come against you in such a way that you think it works for everyone else, but not you. That's true. That's true. If he can dupe people into laying down their authority over him, he can work against them without restraint. Our authority holds him back, holds him back. Amen. Our authority, listen, it's all encompassing. We have authority over the world. What, what, what do you mean the world? The flow that's in this world that so many get drawn up into. Not our flow. Not our flow. Not our flow. I don't care what's popular in society. Not my flow. I don't care what's, I don't care what's broadcast on media. Not my flow. 
I mean, you turn on you turn on the television, and they it, it's I don't I don't guess I don't understand this. They will show a medication, right? And they'll give a name, and you don't even know what it's for. And they say, ask your doctor right. if you need such and such. I go, oh my gosh, evidently that works. That's that advertising strategy works because they don't even tell you what it's for. Am, am I not right? I go, I don't even know what they're advertising for. But I know this, not my flow. Not my flow. Not my flow. <laughs> we have authority over the flow that carries the world. And that wide, broad road of destruction. Not our flow. Not our flow. That's why you want to make sure who you hang out with, what flow are they in? So our authority is all-encompassing. It's over the flow of the world. It's over the devil himself. Because Jesus spoiled principalities and powers, made a show of them openly, translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. We have total authority over the devil operating in our lives and in our domain, our domain. And then we have authority over the flesh. We have authority over our flesh. Why? Because our flesh wants to do something different than our spirit. And we have to keep our flesh in check and we have authority to do that. And it's in the spirit, by the spirit, not just by self-help. So to be skillful in prayer, we have to occupy our authority. Um, God has given us authority on the earth because he has a plan for the earth. And he needs us in our seat of authority, occupying it so that that plan can come to pass through his body. Whether or not we're operating in our authority is going to determine whether God's plan comes to pass. There you go. It's not about whether God's going to do it or not. It's are we going to be in occupying our authority, our seat of authority and using it. So now you know why the devil wants to condemn and push you down and turn you against yourself. Why? Because his future hinges on the exercise of your authority. He's going to, he's going, he's going to go the way of the word, but it doesn't need to be delayed. And it is delayed when people do not know their authority. Revivals are delayed when people don't know their authority. Amen. So you can understand then why the devil wants to get us to draw back. And it, he tries to get us absorbed and pushed down by looking at what we're not in the natural. You have to know this demons war against God's plan. Demons war against God's plan. They try to hinder and stop God's plan on the earth, but also in your life. The demons are after that plan. Because in, in that, in God's plan, is your complete and total victory. 
And he's got to draw you away. And one of these strategies is this thing of condemnation and sin consciousness. Uh, Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. 1 Corinthians. We could, now see, I had to take off about three pages around this verse. So I'm just selling you. I pared it down to this verse. (laughs) And I'm going to try not to go to any other verses. No, I'm teasing. I'm just saying there's so much that could be said. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 6. The King James says, How be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Or he's talking about mature. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor, listen to this, of the princes of this world. He's talking about demon powers. He's not talking about people. So the princes of this world, look at this, that come to naught or come to nothing. Listen to the Moffat translation. It says the dethroned powers who rule the world. Dethroned. Well, who dethroned them? Jesus dethroned them. Every encounter with the enemy, we have to remind him, you are dethroned. Dethroned. You lost your seat. I got mine. They are dethroned, but why then are they still ruling? Because people don't know it. Ignorance allows them to work unchallenged. The Youngs says this, look at this. Rulers of this age, talking about demon spirits, of those, listen to this phrase, becoming useless. Becoming useless. In other words, when you know the truth that they are dethroned, they become useless in their efforts against you. Any effort they throw against you is useless because knowledge Knowledge forbids. Walking in your authority forbids. Anything they try, it's useless. Useless. Devil, you're useless. Opposition, you're useless. Things that try to hinder, you're useless. Because what you do won't work. It's useless. It's broken. The Amplified says this, the leaders and rulers of this world, listen to the phrasing, the wording, who are being brought to nothing and are doomed to pass away. Look at this. You say, well, I thought they were brought to nothing. Why does it say are are being brought to nothing? That's being done through the church walking in their authority. Jesus defeated them and they are being brought to nothing in this earth, in our life, through us walking in our authority. No wonder the devil's got to do all this other gymnastics, mental gymnastics against your life to keep you occupied with something that he can manage. Your flesh, the natural arena. When we get this revelation, 
when opposition shows up, we laugh. That's the appropriate response to someone who knows that's useless. That is being brought to nothing in my life. It will show up, but it will be brought to nothing, not because God is going to do something about it, but because we're going to exercise our authority over it. Amen. You can, you're authorized to say nothing. Get out of here. Says they were brought to nothing. Nothing. You can leave. What, what does it say that the prophet said? And, and there again, I, I don't have this one written down, cut. Um, that when we see the devil narrowly as he is, we will say, is this the one that deceived the nations? Nothing. We have to see him as the word shows him instead of as we feel him. And not as he sounds. Because he boasts of what he does not, what he is not empowered with. I love something Brother Copeland said. Satan goes, is, he steals, kills, and destroys. And he says, anything he ever gets, he said to steal it off somebody. Nothing is his because he was left nothing. Don't let him have any of yours. And anything he got of yours, get it back. Get it back. Get it back. How? With your authority. Take your health back. Take the prosperity that he's robbed from you. Get it back. All these things that he's stolen. The peace. With every encounter with him, we have to approach him mindful. This has to be foremost in our, mi- in our minds. You're already defeated. You're already stripped. You're already brought to nothing. And I'm bringing you to nothing in my life and in this situation. We do not have to hold out against the devil. He's got to hold out against us. But we have been on this holding on to hold out against him. When Christians don't know this, they just open the door when he shows up and think that they have to enter in to the struggle that he offers. Amen. The New English Bible of this phrase that says that um, the King James says the princes of this world that come to naught. The, the New English Bible said they are declining to their end. When the word says they are declining to their end, you know what that means? They're not getting stronger. They are not getting stronger in this. They are declining and they'll decline all the way to their end. That's what it means. Declining to the end all the way until the end of this age. They are declining all the way down. Demons don't want you to know this. That's why they have to be so loud and make so much noise around your life to make them, to make you think they are, they are winning in a way they're not. They aren't getting stronger. You turn on the news 
and you'll get, if you don't think right. I don't watch it because I don't believe them. I just don't believe them. And plus, that's not my report. Now, Dad Hagen said this so many times to us by the Spirit. It's going to get darker in the world. Why? That's their flow. And it's, that flow is declining to the end. Darker in the world, but brighter in the church. Brighter in the church. Brighter in the church. Brighter in the church. So quit being impressed by how things are changing in the negative direction because they're brighter in the church. Demons are doomed. They're doomed. That's what the word says. The Amplified said, and we read it, they are doomed to pass away. Everything about him is doomed. And we do not want to look back and say what we let the doomed one tell us. Don't take counsel from someone who is so, their, their, their failure is so great. They, they have failed on every front. And then he accuses us, how dare us even think that our ear, that he, he's worthy of our ear. He is not worthy. He is not worthy of listening to, of repeating his words, of feeling the sensations he causes. When uh, God speaks to us, when God is moving upon you, there are, there's an influence that comes with his words. It's called the anointing. And you can sense that when he speaks, you can sense his presence. Why? It helps you to receive what he says, the influence of that anointing. When the devil speaks, he also sends an influence because he is an imitator of God, yet he imitates in the negative direction. So when the devil speaks words of fear, you can feel the influence of fear. When he speaks words of accusation and condemnation, you can sense the influence of condemnation. It can become tangible. And I don't care what's tangible. I don't care what's tangible. You ha we have to remember what's true in the face of what's tangible. Just because you can feel something doesn't make it true. And we have to answer. What, what's this book called? Answer it. I heard somebody put something out like that. What do we answer with those influences that we sense with his accusations and condemnation? We answer it. With what? You are doomed. You are doomed. You are declining to your end. All the way to the end, you are in the downward spiral. You're declining. There is no increases in your future. Everything is in the downward failing direction. 
We have to answer these things with these truths. Amen. Listen, there is such a great necessity for miracles in this hour. It's a necessity for the last day revival. It's a necessity for the world to see God is still moving. It's a necessity. But because it's a necessity, so is faith. So is walking in our authority. So it's a necessity that we not yield to anything that hinders our faith, hinders the exercise of our authority. Amen. I tell you, because it's going to take bold, it takes boldness to move with God in these things. And one of the things that hinders faith One of the things that hinders the prayer life is condemnation. Because when people are under a sense of condemnation, a sense of sin consciousness, they will not be bold before God. They will not. They will not. That's why Satan is revealed as the accuser of the brethren. That the word is letting you know by one of his titles, this is his strategy against you and your authority. Amen. Amen. Colossians tells us that Jesus spoiled, defeated, and stripped Satan in his total conquest and victory over him. The timeless truths in this book, Answer It, reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testings. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.